The prestigious Ivor Novello Awards have nominated Adele and Sharon, Coldplay, Dave and Ray for Songwriter of the Year. Inflow, a producer and writer frequently referred to as the most important and mysterious producer on the globe, tops the nominees with four. He is well known for his collaborations with Little Sims, Cleo Sol, and the funk soul band Sue, all of whom have won Brit Awards. Three awards are up for grabs for Ed Sheeran, who recently won a plagiarism dispute. In addition to Songwriter of the Year, the star has two tracks up for the PRS for Music Most Performed Work category, which honors the song that has been played the most frequently on UK radio and television in the past year. Cold Heart by Elton John and Dua Lipa, Tom Grennan's Little Bit of Love, and Adele and Ed Sheeran in Bed by David Guetta, Joel Corey, and Ray are also nominated in the same category. For Best Song Musically and Lyrically, Adele's comeback hit Easy On Me is up against Sam Fender's autobiographical 17 Going Under, as well as a protest song by Rag and Bone Man concerning the UK's live music industry. While growing up in small spit and sawdust settings, I'm kind of romanticizing those places, the singer said in an interview with the last year. And that angers and frustrates me because a lot of them are no longer around. How many blocks of flats or coffee shops have you ever wanted in your life? Where do musicians learn their craft if these venues don't exist? In his first Ivor Novello Prize, Harry Styles, the Ivor Novello award-winning composer claims that her work came about by chance. Read more. Ed Sheeran wins Shape of You copyright case, calls claims baseless. Brit Awards 2022, Adele wins big with a ballad over a banger. Adele, Ed Sheeran, and Dave are nominated for Gender Brit Awards in 2022. Suze Nine, Cleo Sol's mother, and Little Sims's Sometimes I Might Be Introvert all feature Inflow, whose real name is Dean Josiah Cover. Inflow is nominated for Album of the Year. Despite working on Adele's 30 and winning the 2022 Brit Award for Producer of the Year, her record did not receive a nomination for the Grammys. Instead, Sleaford Mod Spare Ribs and Laura Ambula's 80s funk Odyssey Pink Noise round out the group's discography in the field. After being sacked by her record label, the singer expressed her joy at getting recognized for an album she worked on alone during lockdown. Sometimes it was impossible to picture getting to the finish line, so to know that it has made any impact in such unusual times is incredibly exciting for me, she said in an interview with The Guardian. For television, film, and computer games, the Evor also honor songwriting and composition. Spencer's Johnny Greenwad score is one of the nominated works. Pantheris has been nominated for the Rising Star Award. Holly Humberstone, last year's winner, moves on to the main stage with a nomination for Best Song for her track Haunted House. It has been a remarkable year for music, according to All Saints Chazé Lewis, a former Ivor winner and Ivor judge. As she put it, I am filled with appreciation for the 77 great songwriters and composers we are honoring this year. As a result of their labor and words, I regard myself fortunate to have heard their stories. On May 19, London will host this year's awards ceremony. Adele and Ed Sheeran Kansas basketball coach Bill Self has kept his father's teachings with him over the previous 14 years of turmoil and accusations, wins and accomplishments. From his last all-college basketball championship in 2008 through the first NCAA tournament wiped out by a pandemic in 20, he drew his beloved Bill Sr. along with him every season before this one. His father, Bill Sr., 
who died in January at the age of 82 due to unknown causes, taught his son that the soul of any coach is formed by two important tenets, relationships, the nurturing and teaching that crafted individual players into a greater whole, and constitution, how leaders behaved in times of crisis. When the youngster didn't mow the grass quite straight or put out a complete effort in a practice exercise, his senior scolded him. When anything important occurred, senior shifted, soothing his son and assisting self in assessing the situation, since little challenges helped develop a foundation that could handle any large ones. It's no longer a secret among Bill Self's friends that he was raised in Okmulgee, Oklahoma, by a tough guy basketball coach who taught him much more than just a name. He brought them back to another Final Four in New Orleans, where he is now 59 years old and still carries them about with him. To win for the people who meant the most to him, his close friends and family members, his father's memory, the former players and coaches he had replaced, and the program he had long since taken over, he was motivated by a number of motives. In addition to the championship drought and his own personal pain, he brought a weight of his own creation into town. It came about as a result of an NCAA probe that still looms large over Kansas. After receiving a notice of complaints that comprised five-level I infractions and the serious charge lack of institutional control almost three years ago, the storm began to build. Self and Kansas have denied the charges, citing a lack of supporting evidence as the basis for their denial. Self's assistant coach from 2008 to 2012, Barry Hinson, saw the coach as an onion that was shedding fresh layers to expose a more, ahem, authentic self. For those unsuccessful campaigns, the coach placed no responsibility on the transfer portal, the tough Big 12 league, investigators who began probing, competing head coaches who cast suspicion on prospective recruits, the COVID-19 epidemic, or anybody else. When it came time to mow the season-long lawns, the coach knew he would finally get things back on track. The question arose after Kansas easily defeated Villanova to go to the national championship game, had self-pondered whether or not he may not return to the peak of his sport? He began by admitting the difficulty of the task, but immediately shifted his focus to his current squad and the wealth of talent they had. He said that his players had restored Kansas basketball to its rightful place as a national champion. For all of these reasons and more, the 2021-22 Kansas Jayhawks are the ideal NCAA champion to represent us in these scandal-plagued times. There are a lot of teams in college athletics that have been nominated, but this one stands out because of the number of asterisks it has on its record throughout the years. Must read. UCLA men's basketball falls to North Carolina, Caleb Love in Sweet 16. St. Peter's falls to UNC, ending historic March Madness run. Jokic, Nuggets bounce back with 127-115 win over LA Clippers. The state of Kansas should not be seen as an anomaly. A particular season with a background awkwardly failing to capture is not unique to this institution, nor is it even one of the few powers to do so. We can see North Carolina's academic fraud scandal from the side of the courtroom. Because of the ongoing controversy surrounding Jayhawks history, the present team should not be bound to the program's past. They persevered through the season. Injuries didn't stop them. That's what happened. They were crowned champions in their respective sports and conferences. But the anvil looms above them, poised to damage the trophy that will be added to Kansas's ever-expanding trophy cabinet. Even so, they were able to do something that no other team had before 2008. However, although perfect nails the contrast of a scandal and a championship, it applies to everything else, as well. In the midst of a sea of uncertainty unconnected to the inquiry, 
It emphasizes the importance of experience in current college basketball by comparing this Kansas season to the one that was lost, as well as the increasingly congested transfer portal. As a champion during the most shaky period in modern human history, sports included, Kansas is a natural fit. Kansas would not be able to achieve its targeted outcome in the same way as in previous seasons and during the most of this season. That was something not even self could have predicted. At the break, with a score 15-15, the Carolina Tar Heels forward David McCormack was questioned by his teammates why he was smiling. He told her to keep her head up. Don't worry about us. After that, the Jayhawks stormed their way back into the Superdome for Monday night's national championship game. That is why. It was a tight, stressful, nail-biting affair that spared no one's fingernails. In the closing minute of the game clock, there is a level drama and tension unfurled. At the very end, it was McCormack who gave Kansas a 70-69 edge. Even though he caught an inaccurate shot, he did see his teammates set up beyond the paint. However, he recalled a piece of advice he was regularly reminded of by self, snatch the rebound with two hands, hold the ball high, and return immediately. That's exactly what he did. For all of his NCAA tournament exploits in March and April North Carolina's Caleb Love had an off-balance layup attempt go unnoticed. Love tried to stand and didn't rise right away. Officials, on the other hand, didn't stop the clock until 38.5 seconds were left. When it happened, Kansas had both the ball and the lead. McCormack drove his opponent further deeper into the paint before flicking in the most critical jump hook of his career for the Jayhawks.